Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Hello, ladies. It is good to be here with you today, as always. You know, lately I've been doing a lot of interview style episodes, and I like doing that because I meet so many amazing women when I'm networking, clients, all kinds of beautiful women. And I love to bring them on and have them share with you their wisdom on things that they know more about than I do, right? But today, I wanted to talk with you about a subject that I am pretty passionate about and that we need to talk about, and that is about making money. So I've got a question for you. Do you want to make more money? Now, you might think this is a crazy question if you're the kind of person, kind of like me, who says, oh, hell yes, always, like, yes, but that's not always the case. I really do get a lot of interest in coaching and in working with me from people that are not necessarily money motivated. They don't find that as their driving ambition. They are people that like to make a difference in the world, that may have either a group of people that they want to help or a social injustice that's out there happening that they want to make an impact on. And that drives them more than the thought of making more money. Now, I don't think these two things are mutually exclusive because I am driven also by helping women. I love to help women make more money. I love to help them find a clear way to grow their business consistently, right? I want to help people, but I also like money. And so there's nothing wrong with that. And even if you are someone who is not driven by money, you need money, right? So you can help more people when you have more money uh, in your business. You have to be healthy. You have to be able to take care of yourself, take care of your business in order to make a difference in the world. So my point here, ladies, is there's no shame in making money. As a matter of fact, it can actually be fun and it feels good. And it can also be very altruistic, So whichever stance you take on making more money, I want to challenge you today to keep an open mind throughout this entire episode, because if you do, I believe you're going to walk away with information that will help you get what you want. You're going to hear some ideas that will point you in the right direction on how you're doing in getting your fair share of money. So keep an open mind and follow along with me. Okay. All right. So let's go. I want to, 
I want you to take a little bit of a quiz with me. And it's nothing complicated. You don't need paper. I think you're going to be able to do this. You might have to pause uh, the episode for a second to uh, do some calculations, but I think you can do this. And I just want you to answer a few questions. And the first question is this. How much money do you need to make to feel comfortable? All right. So uh, first, let's talk about what I mean by making money. In business, you have a top line revenue, right? You bring in money and then you have all these expenses that you have to pay and we take those out. The bottom line is your profits and income. So let's just keep it as simple as that. What I'm talking about here is your bottom line. How much money do you want to take home? How much money do you want to bring in personally after you've taken all of your expenses out of the business? All right. And let's do this on an annual basis. Okay. So how much money do you want to make in your business to feel comfortable on an annual basis? Is that $100,000, $200,000, $500,000, a million, does not matter. It's different for anyone. But just I want you to think about that. What makes you comfortable? Okay, do you have that number? All right, chunk that number over to the side here for a second. And now I want you to think about a different number, okay? How much money would you need to make to be totally blown away, like astonished, that you did this. Like, I don't even recognize who I am. Is this me? Is this my business? Is this how much money I'm making? Okay, think about it on the same thing. Annual basis, blown away, one number, bottom line, after expenses, how much money would blow you away if that was your your bottom line? Okay, is it a million dollars? Is it $500,000? Is it $10 million. It is different for everyone depending on what stage of business you are in and other things. Okay. But I want you to have that as your second number. Got it? All right. Now here's where it gets just a little bit funky if you're not a number person, but I think you can do this. I want you to think about what the difference is between those two numbers. And we're going to figure out a multiplying factor. All right. So I want you to take the big number, the one that's going to astonish you, and divide it by the smaller number, the one that you're comfortable with. All right, that's the multiplying factor. So I'm gonna give you an example. If you think you're comfortable with 100,000 and you'd be astonished to make a million, that a million divided by 100,000 is 10. So it's 10 times more, okay? It might be I'm making 100,000 and I'd be astonished with 500,000. Now that would be 500,000 divided by 100,000, that's five times more. Okay, see how that goes? So, and and the reason I ask you to do this, you know, because raw numbers sometimes are very intimidating, very, like I can't even picture X as being my number. But if you say, hey, could I make three times more? Could I make five times more? And when I do this with my coaching groups, I'm just going to tell you generally what comes up is they want to make at least three times more than what they're currently making. That was the average, three to five times more than what they're currently making. Hey, some people went as high as 10 times more. No right or wrong answers here. All right? But here is the third question that's really important. When you think about that big number, or when you think about your multiplying factor, like I want to make X times more money. I want to make three times more, more money next year. Okay, when you think about that multiplying factor, 
what are the thoughts that come to your mind? Okay? So just marinate on that for a second. They may have flown through your mind. Or you may very clearly remember the first thought that came to your mind. But there's some thoughts in there. There is definitely some thoughts. And I can tell you a few of the ones that I hear from my coaching clients all of the time. One thought that comes up, that's a story that we tell ourselves, by the way, is that I would have to work too hard to make X times more than I'm making now. I would have to work too hard to make three times as much as I'm making right now. Is it, do you resonate with that? Has that thought gone through your mind? I can't tell you how many times that people use that thought against themselves, especially today. Because I think as women, there's, there's a lot on our plates. Some of us are moms. Some of us are grandmoms. Some of us are just at the stage of our life where we don't want to be a slave to our business. And there's this thought back there that says that in order to make a lot more money, you would have to work 24-7. And no one's interested in that lifestyle. So they opt out before they even get started just because they think that thought is true. Doesn't have to be, you know. I know a woman who has a $50 million plus coaching practice and she works three days a week. Now she has a a great team and she's an amazing businesswoman, but she has worked three days a week the entire time from $100,000 up to 50 million. She never allowed herself to indulge in the thought that she would have to work hard to get there. Interesting, right? There's so many thoughts that can come to our minds when we think about what it takes to make like great money, like astonishing money. Another thought that comes up sometimes is I'm not smart enough. Or a thought might be making that much money is for other people. You look at these people who are amazingly successful and you're like, wow, they're amazing. I wonder, are they a unicorn? Are they special? What do they do? How did they do it? It's for them. It's not for me. Other thoughts that come up are, I've never done it before. I don't, I've never done it before, so obviously I can't do it. And then the magic thought of, well, I don't know how. I don't know how to do that. So do any of these thoughts resonate with you? Were these the thoughts going through your mind? When you think about why you aren't making three times more money, five times more money, there are some thoughts back there, people. When it comes to making money in our business, these thoughts have been programmed into your mind over a long period of time and in several different ways. So much so that they have become your money blueprint. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Your money blueprint, because this is something you really, really, really need to deeply understand, embrace, and know fully. You will never out-earn your money blueprint. It is your identity. It's almost like the container that you live within that has walls on the side that is holding you almost captive and limiting you. Because if you weren't in this container, you would have already done it. 
Woo. And if you keep the money blueprint that has been imprinted on you, you will be limited and you will be held back from truly achieving the financial success that is totally available for you. Totally. There are no unicorns out there. There's no one who was born to know how to make a million dollars. There's no one who's smart enough to do this on their own or think of it from thin air and get it right the first time. I'll tell you what, there is evidence out there, if you look for it, that you don't have to work too hard and you don't have to be a mental giant and you can double and triple or 10x your income. You, this is not an This is not an option. It's reserved for a select few. It is just reserved for people, and here's the key, who are willing to examine what they've been told and what they've been exposed to as they grew up and decide if that is their truth or if they can change their blueprint by changing their perception of being wealthy. How do you like them apples, lady? And I don't want to do this in just vague terms. I'm I'm not kidding you. I want to do this. I want to give you an example of how your money blueprint shows up when you're generating revenue for your business. Okay, so I want to go into an example, a concrete example of how this shows up because a lot of times people talk about having a good money mindset right? You've heard it. And you hear those words, money mindset. And quite often what I hear from people when they hear mindset, they're like, oh, they just shut down. They're like, oh, here we go again. Talking about my mindset, talking about my mindset. I just want to know how to do this, right? And you know, you're thinking, I don't, it's so vague. I don't know what you're talking about and I don't know how it applies to me. And I don't know how to use it or do things differently, even if I were able to identify my money mindset. So unless you're a trained coach, mindset work is vague. And it's really hard to put your fingers on what people are talking about here. So that's why I wanted to share with you today on this podcast, a real example of how your money blueprint is always running below the surface and influencing the results that you get in your business so that you can become aware of it and perhaps adjust. And that's the beginning of changing your money blueprint. So I'm just going to take one of the thoughts that I mentioned earlier around what might be limiting you in making money, right? So I'm going to take the thoughts that come up most often when I'm coaching clients around making money. And that is the thought that I don't deserve to make a lot of money. All right, so I don't deserve. Now, that might not be the exact words that run through your mind, but there's a lot of different flavors of I don't deserve to make a lot of money. And it could sound almost like something like this. I'm not smart enough. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good enough. And here's the poison one that I hear probably more often than anything else is I don't know if what I do really provides all that much value. Like I'm kind of new at this and I'm doing my best. And I sometimes I feel super confident, but a lot of times I'm just like, oh, I don't know if anybody's going to pay for this. All right. So those are the thoughts. Those are the thoughts that are the poisonous undercurrent that run below the surface of all your sales and marketing activities. 
So let's say, let's use this example. Let's say you've got a new program you're launching. You're creating some copy, like for a blog or a sales page or a Facebook ad, whatever it might be. Or let's say you're getting ready to have a conversation with someone who might be interested in buying your new program and you're all excited about the conversation. So whichever scenario it is, either written uh, copy or a sales conversation, you're feeling pretty good. But then as you start putting pen to paper or you start having these conversations, you've got these sneaky little thoughts that come into your mind and they're just running just below the surface. And they sound kind of like this, like, who do you really think you are, lady? Nobody's going to buy this. It's too expensive. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not worth it. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Get it? All right, so I'm going to pause here quickly, and I just want to ask you, have you experienced any of these thoughts or any version of these thoughts? And do you notice when they're running through your mind? You're wavering. You know, it's almost like this ocean wave that goes in and out where, you know, one minute you've got all this confidence and you're like, yes, this is a great program. And the next minute, boom, the wave crashes in and you start thinking those nasty undercurrent thoughts. I know there's a lot of people out there that I've heard from that this happens to, and I can even tell you with all the years in sales experience that I have, there are times when I have these thoughts as well. Anytime I'm putting out a new offering, a new program, I have to work my way through that that ocean wave that comes in and out around. First, I'm confident, and then I'm absolutely certain there is no value whatsoever, right? It happens. So it shows up a lot of times in how we're pricing our offers. I'll tell you that for sure. And you're not sure sometimes if you're really offering value. So these thoughts that are running below the surface, they're there. I call them monkey chatter sometimes. And what I want you to know, I think this is really important to understand is that these thoughts are coming from a part of your brain, the primitive brain, that is there to protect you. It's there to help you stay safe and be happy. And it is just telling you, like, simmer down, woman. Who do you think you are? It's trying to protect you from being rejected because your blueprint, your money identity, is programmed to keep you safe. And doing the things that are not risky or outside of your comfort zone. So those thoughts begin to create this tension in you, this feeling of fear, lacking confidence, and then even dread sometimes. It gets that far sometimes, right? And so my question would be this. When you're feeling this way, what do you do? Are you able to have conversations that are passionate and confident? Are you able to genuinely talk about your program from a place that says, I can't believe you wouldn't want this. This program is so amazing. You know, you know that it's going to help these people. Can you talk that way when you're listening to that undercurrent of chatter that's eroding your confidence? No, unfortunately not. What happens is you lose that passion and you get timid and your writing now starts to be weaker and not as confident and kind of mm, doesn't have that gusto to it. 
and you're not able to have a great conversation. And that's what happens when you believe the chatter, when you believe that identity in you around making money. So until you're able to change your money blueprint, to change those thoughts that have become your identity, you're going to have a really hard time realizing the level of success, especially financial success, that you deserve. Now, if you haven't read the book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker, I highly recommend that you do. It's quite aligned with how I work with my clients. It has a model in there, a coaching model that I've been trained in for over 10 years. I was shocked when I opened the book and I saw it there. I was like, wow. Um, The part that I love the most, though, is where he goes through 17 ways that people who are financially successful think and act differently than people who have not achieved the level of financial success they want. And it's so interesting because each one of these 17 principles that he shares with us resonated so much with me. But I want to highlight just a couple of the principles today on this podcast because I've picked the ones that as women in business, we will totally identify. We are different from men. Duh. You know? (laughs) Not just physically different, not just the way we feel about things or the way we act, but our blueprint is different because of the way we were raised and the way we were taught to think about money. All right, so let's start with one of the principles that T. Harv Ecker covers in his book, where financially successful people, and this is what he says, are willing to promote themselves and their value. Where people who've not reached financial success think negatively about selling and promotion. Sound familiar? Have you ever thought to yourself, oh, I don't like to sell. It makes me feel sleazy and pushy. That is probably one of the phrases I hear more often than not. When I am in networking situations or when I'm coaching someone new or I'm having a conversation, they're like, oh, how can you be in sales? I hate selling. And guess what? Financially successful people do not have these thoughts. Because they know their value. They're confident in the value that they have to offer. They're not sleazy. They do not see themselves as pushy. They're very secure in the value of what they have to offer. And they're passionate about sharing it with people so that they can get the benefit of what they're selling. They don't need to be sleazy or pushy. What they are is confident and they don't mind promoting themselves. Here's another thought that runs in the back of our, as, our minds as women. It's not polite to brag or boast. Who was told that when you were a child? I think most of us. Maybe. Maybe not the younger ones in the group, but most of us, right? So promoting ourselves is seen as being unfeminine and as boastful. Yeah. Financially successful people, they don't buy into that BS. <laughs> All they need to do is believe in what they do and the difference that it's going to make in people's lives and the reason why they need it now. It's that simple, right? But if you're thinking, 
oh, I don't want to be sleazy. I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be aggressive. Guess what? You're coming from that money blueprint that says, I am not worthy. I don't deserve this. And people will perceive me as being that way. That's that's what's going on in the back of your mind when you say, I don't like to sell. I don't like to promote. I don't want to be sleazy. So if you perceive yourself that way, of course, people will perceive you the same way. Because what you think generates that feeling of dread, insecurity, um, timidness. <laughs> and that's your money blueprint showing up. And of course, that's going to be the result is people will not feel confident in you because you don't feel confident in yourself. All right? So that's just one way that your money blueprint shows up and one of the principles that T. Harv brings out in his book. Here's another one that shows up all the time for women. People who are financially successful are excellent receivers. People who are not financially successful are poor receivers. Okay, so let's dive into this one for just a minute. As women in general, we're bad receivers. Can you relate to this? I can tell you from my own experience, I'm an amazing giver. I love to give. I would give anything to anyone that I cared for anytime. It's so funny when I, my daughter will say something to me and she goes, oh, mom, I love that shirt or I love your earrings. And I'll say, hey, you want them? No problem. And I mean it. I mean, like, I just love giving. But I'm a horrible receiver. Or I will say in the past, I was a horrible receiver. I have done so much work on this. So much work. There was something about the discomfort of needing to receive. And that's the way I thought about it, needing to receive. You know what I mean? I I perceived that as being weak. I don't know. I just, I didn't want to be seen as weak. And I think as women, we are born to be nurturing and giving But because of our position out in the business world, which, I mean, relatively speaking, is new. I know it's been a good time now, but considering our DNA, being out in the business world, being a hunter, going out and finding business, that's that's new to our DNA. And there is this underlying current that um, in order to be successful out there, we need to be strong and self-sufficient. We can't be seen as weak and not successful. And it's so counterintuitive, but if you can't receive, if you have to be strong and successful, then you can't ask for things that you need, like business, right? I've talked to so many women who've gotten off of sales calls. I'm like, how did it go? And they're like, yeah, the conversation was great, but when I it came time to ask for the business, I didn't, I couldn't make the offer. I just felt uncomfortable. And that is a perfect example of how making an offer or asking for business when you have a mindset or a blueprint that says you don't need anything from anybody to be successful is counter like balanced. It doesn't go together. So you have a hard time asking because you feel sleazy, you feel pushy. See how these things go together and we don't even know it. So fixing your money mindset or your money blueprint has a lot to do 
with how you show up and you're willing to receive into your life what you need because you're willing to ask for it and you believe you deserve it. See how all the little pieces fall together? And if you don't have a good money blueprint, it is almost impossible to be able to get over that. It takes a little bit of time, a little bit of work. When you hear the thoughts in your mind around, I don't deserve to make a lot of money. I'm not smart enough. I need to work too hard. All of those thoughts that came to the surface when we were talking in the beginning of this episode, when you hear those thoughts, they should be a red flag, a warning for you that your money blueprint is in control right now. And if you're not getting the results that you want, you need to change. So the next thing that you do, once you, once you realize what's happening, is you start inspecting those thoughts and determining if they are fact or if they are a story that you're telling yourself. And really work towards realigning those thoughts so that you can experience more success. That's how you change it. I mean, it's, it's not magic, right? It takes a little bit of work. You have to change your identity. You have to embrace new thoughts so you can have new beliefs and your beliefs become your identity. And you're able to go out there and act from that place that is confident and secure. So step one, all I'm asking you to do is to be aware of the thoughts, listen for them and choose whether or not you want to keep them or if you want to create a new identity by believing new thoughts so you can get new results. All right, so today, today was about just understanding what a money blueprint is, how it impacts your life, how you can notice what's going on and what's happening so that you can do the work to change that blueprint. It doesn't happen overnight. And I want to offer you an opportunity to take a quick little masterclass on the next steps. Okay, so go out to Unstoppable Women in Business, and this will be all in the show notes, and click on the header on the top page that says Reset your money blueprint. And that's going to lead you to that quick masterclass that will give you all kinds of worksheets and ways that you can reset and rethink your perspective around how much money you want to make. All right, deal? Also, this is the kind of work we do all the time in the Success Collaborative. If you aren't a member of the Success Collaborative, oh, I'd I just encourage you to check it out. It's also at the same site, Unstoppable Women in Business, under the tab that says, let's do this. It would be such an honor to get to know you more and work closer with you. And I just encourage you to let me know how I can help. All right? Until we meet again, I hope you have an amazing week and you go get them, girl. I know you can do it. Take care, okay? Bye-bye. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. 
So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.